it was yeah. honestly like someone was going to knock yeah. on your door and go, right, you are charged for putting an avocado down your child. Yeah. Like, really? <laughs> what? I can't even explain yeah. it enough. Like, it's so different now. Welcome to Raw the Podcast with Amy and Grecian, where we talk real and raw with mamas who have had to fight and be fierce, who have been thrown curveballs and faced adversity. We discuss everything from premature birth and NICU life, special needs and infant loss, to those everyday mum life struggles we all feel. Nothing is off topic. We hope that by opening up and being vulnerable, we can break down the walls and start to remove some of the shame and stigma associated with these traumatic experiences while helping other mamas feel less alone. I'm Amy, special needs and medical mama to Premier Boys James and Jack. I'm the founder of my own small business and support network, Miracle Mama, where I advocate fiercely for the infertility, Premier and special needs community. And I'm Grecian, mama of four girls, including two full-termers, Adeline and Macy, and a set of Premier twins, Hannah and Riley, born at 25 weeks. I'm an IVF warrior and am passionate about sharing the unfiltered ups and downs of motherhood. We don't share your average mama stories, and this isn't your average podcast. Raw is unrefined and breaks through the bullshit of navigating guilt, grief, and trauma. I mean, let's be honest, we've been through more shit than some could even imagine, so at this point we don't really have a filter. But with this being said, please note we do talk about sensitive topics in our episodes, which we know can be distressing. We give this warning simply to empower you, our audience, with the knowledge you need to make healthy decisions about how and if you should consume this podcast content. Please take care of yourselves and don't hesitate to ask for help if you need it. And lastly, let us assure you that it's not all bad and sad. It's a place to have real and raw conversations. Ask those questions that may be playing on your mind. And above all, we hope to shine a light on the life-changing perspective and appreciation that only these experiences can give you. We share the overwhelming joys and triumphs that our little miracles bring to our lives. And we discuss the inspiration and hope we have gained from this community. While our experiences are individually unique, we are forever a part of something truly special, a community of fierce mama bears and their cubs navigating the storm, and together we'll roar. Welcome back to another episode of Roar the Podcast and happy Feeding Tube Awareness Week. Yay! What a few days it's been already. I'm absolutely loving the hype online and seeing all the stories and resources being shared. It actually gives me goosebumps, yep, especially seeing definitely. people commenting that they're learning a lot and they've always been curious and that their questions are being answered, mm-hmm. which is exactly what we hope. So we obviously welcome questions and are happy to have these conversations at any time of the year, but I can totally understand why people might have reservations and enjoy reading about it when we openly share instead. So yeah. it's good fun. Mm-hmm. Good fun like what you're having right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah with, with Macy uh, in the background here. Oh, my God, she's getting my light. <laughs> Yeah, this was when Justin's away. <laughs> Stay there. So, yeah, we're not going to talk too much as I'm home with the girls alone. And as usual, we're recording this way too late, which means Amy's got some homework to do. And we did want to quickly do out something I want to forget and something I want to do again because a good debrief is good for the soul. So, I'll start. Something I want to forget, obviously, Justin being away. For like eight, nine days mm. by myself. How's it going? Yeah. Well, if I didn't have to go into school like four times every day, 
it would be fine. Yeah. Because I'd have time to myself, but yeah. I've literally just been at school doing her water, like dropping them off, doing her water, uh, doing a feed and then coming back and picking them up. So it's just been very yeah, draining, which means I've been mm. seeing Riley's, like how she's acting in the class as well. Um, and it's really quite full on because I've seen a little bit and obviously we see her at home, um, but it's been a big eye opener, like mm. to how much more, yeah, more one-on-one support she does need um, and her just trying to escape the classroom, trying to run away from like lining up, um, just not listening at all. It's just, yeah, it's very full on. So just mm. kind of on edge at the moment. <laughs> Are you done with going in and educating the staff now? No. Oh, when's that? They haven't. Um, so I taught the two EAs today how to do just water because I'm working the next two days at the factory. Um, yeah. So yeah. last week was way too busy, the first three days of school, to teach them anything. Um, so today I just I ran them through the feed as well, but they can't really learn in one go with no one else mm. there. Yeah. So they're just going to do water the next two days and I'll just have to add another feed in and pray that she eats. Is there not someone like within the health department that can go out and yeah, do Yeah, I think with the you, hospital can training? come out and do it. But, yeah, but I think it's like obviously they're not going to be able to come out tomorrow. Yeah, but the whole time like it's just to, have, to stop you having yeah. to go in and doing that. Yeah, probably. Like I thought that someone else could do it. Mm. Macy. But that's what I want to forget. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Macy's mm. flicking the lights on and off in my room. Um, mm. So something I want to do again, I feel like there's not much this week, mm. but use uh, my one thing that has arrived is that, how do you say it? Shiitake mat? Shiitake mat? I don't oh, even know if that's yeah, the right name for it. The mat one. with all the spikes yeah. on it. Yeah, shiitake, I think. Yeah. It's like a nice little massage. Clearly came on a good week for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Macy's trying to be on the podcast. Okay, your turn. Yeah, my turn. Um, so something I want to forget, we had our NDIS planning meeting. Yes. Over two hours of talking about yeah, it's all hard. the things that Jack can't do, all of his challenges, and then how burnt out I am. That was just, oh, my God. I just, mm-hmm. like, emotional out. Everything came out. I was a bit of a hot mess. But anyway, at least they saw that. Yeah, good. <laughs> Hopefully it helps my case. <laughs> Hopefully. Thankfully I don't have to do that again for a while. And then something I want to do again, we had another little mini break weekend away in the van, um, um, which was very much needed after, yeah, Scott Scott was on call last week and worked over 80 hours. So mm-hmm was very much like you, yes. feeling very much like a single parent and stressed out. And yep. I think that's why I was so emotional as well. Um, so oh, I'd yeah. Like, I'd just take my hat off to people that do that full time. Oh, same. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was a lovely weekend. Amazing. All right, let's get into introducing our guest and sponsor for today in honour of Feeding Tube Awareness Week, (laughs) Sarah Thomas, the founder of Wholesome Blends. Yay, Macy's excited. Sarah is such a good time. She is super smart and a go-getter. She found a gap in the market as a consumer, a product she wanted and needed for her own tube-fed child and couldn't find it, so she created it. Yeah, that's how she felt as well. (laughs) 
We will let the expert herself tell you all about it during the episode. But in a nutshell, Wholesome Blends is real food for tubies. Sarah also talks us through her journey to tube feeding, to creating her successful enterprise and her tips and tricks on feeding blends and real food to your tubie. And later in the week, we will be dropping a fun bonus episode with Sarah and Melanie Dimmer, author of the book special and Tubi magazine, The Blend, to debunk all of the myths and misconceptions surrounding tube feeding while sharing our own stories and personal experiences. For example, we talk about the assumptions that a tubie can't eat orally or that they're sick or that they're unable to swim or play like any other child or person. We hope as always that you learn something new this week and take it out with you into the universe and use that extra knowledge to spread kindness and love. A big thank you to Sarah for the time she's taken this week to chat with us. But that's enough from us. Here it is. We hope you love the episode. Welcome, Sarah, our very special and fitting guest for Feeding Tube Awareness Week. We are so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. How exciting. How cool during this week. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. We personally consider you to be one of the leading experts and a huge wealth of knowledge in the Tubi community. Your personal experience with tube feeding your darling boy, Lewis, which we will hear about shortly, led you to create the incredibly successful Wholesome Blends, Australasia's first real food option for enteral feeding and a game changer in this space. Congratulations. What an amazing achievement and adventure. Yeah, we think you're wonderful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You just made me sound way more exciting than I really am. But thank you so much. That's so kind. <laughs> no, except the hype. We like to hype. Yeah. <laughs> so let's start at the beginning. Can you please tell us a little bit about yourself outside of being Sarah from Wholesome Blends? Well, there's lots of hats there. There's Sarah from Wholesome Blends. There's Sarah, the mum of identical twin boys. Lewis and Cohen, who are now 14, single parenting. Um, so that comes with a lot of challenges as well. Um, when I do get some spare time, um, and I do really make sure I do schedule time for myself, and there are a few things that I refuse mm-hmm. to actually not do through my week sometimes. Um, uh, look, I'm a massive music listener and huge live music lover and I will literally go to anything that's live music so I'm always really into that um I have not many people know this about me but I really love boxing so I do boxing every week and I've got a PT and I do a little bit of um kickboxing with one of my girlfriends and that's the one thing that is Thursday night we do that every night religiously yeah. so yeah That's that is your my time, time yeah. and nothing nothing stops that time doing some um kickboxing I love that. It's, it's so fun it's just something so different and you know and I don't get to share that with anyone just the girlfriend that I go with yeah um I'm a huge reader of books and I'm a huge huge um cook baker wannabe chef <laughs> just try anything the more complex the recipe mm-hmm. the more I love it um I think cooking for me is my <laughs> meditation I yeah. can't meditate I'm just mm-hmm. not that person yeah. but cooking for me is my meditation yeah. creating something see it to come to fruition and even like gifting it or having creating dinner for someone I just love it I just get so much satisfaction from that mm. so yeah my boys get to reap the rewards of that one yeah, is, yeah. Is so good yeah so as we mentioned earlier, this is a very special week for all of us. It is Feeding Tube Awareness Week. So Feeding Tube Awareness Week or FTAW for short 
is a campaign by Australian registered charity Aussie Inc. and is celebrated nationally from the 5th to the 11th of February. FTAW is about bringing everyone together who has a feeding tube, whatever the reason may be, and it's an opportunity to raise awareness and understanding of tube feeding within our community. We do this by sharing our stories, talking about the challenges we face and highlighting the day-to-day impact of tube feeding on individuals, carers and families. And even more important is the opportunity to promote the positive benefits of feeding tubes as a life-saving medical intervention and device. So it's a chance to really educate the broader public about the medical reasons the children and adults are tube fed. And lastly, it's a way to connect families and help them feel less alone. Yeah, so when you share your stories this week, listeners, if you're a tubie or you know a tubie or you have a tubie in your life, be sure to use the hashtag FTAW2023 and we'd love for you to tag us so that we can fill our page with tubie love. You can find more information and resources at feedingtubeaware.com.au. And just a little FYI, later this week we will be dropping a fun little bonus episode with Sarah and also Melanie Dimmitt author of the special book, The Blend Mag and host of the NDIS Know How podcast about all things tube feeding, as well as debunk some of the myths and misconceptions associated with tube feeding. But first, let's get to know more about Sarah. How did you come to be a part of the tubey world? Well, when my son, Lewis, one of the identical twins was three years old, he's 14 now, so this is 11 years ago, when he was three, he had a spontaneous cerebral hemorrhage, uh, the size of a hockey ball, right in the middle of his brain. And that resulted in a mm. diagnosis of cerebral palsy, ADHD, epilepsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lost the ability to eat, swallow, um, chew. He lost all the muscles in his oral area and uh, it was really dangerous for him, even if any liquid did go down there. So he was instantly put on an NG tube and basically went, needed to relearn not only how to do any everything but you know eating as well was one of the really Mm. big things that we focused on and you know that intense therapy in hospital rehab and post so I think before um Lewis's stroke I don't know if I knew about feeding tubes I don't know if I knew anyone with a feeding tube was absolutely Mm. unaware of this whole world so it Mm. was um a really interesting you know well to be thrown into and thrown in, in a quite dramatic quick yeah. way as well quick. Yeah. yeah yeah so then what made you decide to start and how did you start wholesome blends so lewis post-stroke had the ng mm-hmm. we were taught how to use the pump we were sent home with a very disabled child with a pump and hospital formula um, that's as again, I didn't know anything about the tube feeding well beforehand. And we just did that, you know, it's fine. He had over yeah. continuous feeds for a while, overnight feeds. We just mm-hmm. um, yeah. did a lot of that. Lewis was, had always been a very refluxy baby as well. And that certainly was uh, exacerbated during that time. Yeah. Uh, luckily, then he didn't really, he, he regained that knowledge of how to eat. His muscles got a little bit stronger. He really couldn't chew a lot of food. So he, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, we just had, we didn't have steak or anything. We just adapted our meals to mashed potato, rice, pastas, like nice and soft things that were easy for him to chew and swallow. 
Yeah. And that was fine for a few years until he got a diagnosis of, you know, when he started school, you know, all the new things start popping up and we start mm-hmm. seeing a lot of cognitive things as well with, with a brain injury. And he got diagnosed with ADHD when he was six. And um, it was a really big one for me to swallow, to be honest, because I just kind of thought we were totally on top of everything. I thought I knew exactly what was mm. going on. And then we had this new diagnosis and it wasn't a bad diagnosis at all it was just a new one to deal with and I remember you know having a chat with our team and and the neuro the neurologist at the time saying you know you need to make a decision if you medicate Lewis which we recommend that his eating will suppress even more because it was still very very hard to feed him and it will suppress even more and you need to work out whether you want him to learn or to eat you know that's the decision we need you to make which is one of the most awful things to have been told mm-hmm. as a parent, you know, yeah. Yeah. You, you don't get to make that choice for somebody <laughs> else's life. We shouldn't have to make yeah. that choice. Yeah, no. So we we did try a lot of, you know, going, you know, the gluten freeze and the dairy freeze, and we we, we tried mm-hmm. everything to everything. see if we could counteract this learning disability that he had as well. And um, we were fighting the losing battle, and um, so we decided to put him on the medication. And that was after about maybe a you know ten months or a year of trying new things, and um, and he didn't have the NG tube during this time. No, he hadn't. So after, so he had the NG for about six months after his stroke, and, and that so, was kind of it. Yeah, and then he was almost four, and then we started mm-hmm. school at five, and you know he wasn't a great eater, but I always had heard you know once the kids turn five, things start to change in yeah, eating, yeah. and it gets a bit better. Yeah. So I was kind of waiting out for that. And then at six, we started uh, ADHD meds, which was early, but he needed it. And the week we started was the week we learned how to read. So it was definitely a good thing needed, for him to yeah. be on. And he continues to be on those medications now. But it was the most incredible battle. It was so horrific. Um, an hour to eat a piece of toast, no mm. hunger pains, mm. really difficult oral motor skills, and now this medication. So it was just a battle. So we were told that he needed a peg put him. And, and so during that time, he was, you know, we we were admitted to hospital with dehydration and, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. malnutrition, which, again, like is the worst thing for a parent, you know, to, to, Those words to are hear that your child's malnourished. It's like, oh, my yeah. God. So, mm. um, you know, so we'd been through a period of being admitted to hospital quite a few times and then we um, we got the peg put in eventually. So uh, he was nine when he got the peg put in and uh, it was it was amazing. When I spoke to the team at the hospital about the, when he was, you know, when we decided he was definitely going to get the peg, we'd been working with the hospital for a while and knowing a little bit more about what was in hospital formula and how our family dynamics was, I said to the hospital team that we weren't going to be doing hospital formulas. Um, for us, it just didn't suit our lifestyle. Um, our kids mm. are quite healthy um, and, you know, we're not perfect, but they were very, very healthy kids and I didn't want them having a really high sugar diet um, all the time. So we got the peg put in. The team knew that we were going to go for a whole food blended diet immediately and we did. Lewis got the peg put in. And pretty much three days later, he was getting whole foods through that peg. So yeah. you know, we took him home and did Amazing. that. Was that something that you'd heard about or that you just decided, look, he was having real food before it makes sense to move 
like to keep him on that or was it something that you'd heard about blending up food and giving it via the tube? I don't think I'd heard about it, to be honest. I wasn't on any Facebook groups or pages or anything like that back then. Um, And this is six years ago now. I think I just kind of thought, you know, why not? Like for me, I couldn't comprehend why a child with Mm. a neurological condition had to be on a specialized diet. Like his body was fine. His organs were fine. It was Mm. his brain that had had the injury, nothing else. So it just didn't make sense for me. And And he could tolerate foods. Yeah. yeah, There was no issues. And he had a, you know, my kids, my ex-husband and I have grown up, you know, we've worked in the hospitality industry our whole lives with shit, like with incredible chefs and we've been very spoiled with the food that we've had and we wanted our kids yeah. to yeah. not be totally fussy. So, um, And I think the other thing was he was that bit older as well, being nine. I think a lot of our kids mm, get our, their mm. tubes quite young and we just immediately put on a formula yep. or you know breast milk whatever yeah, you're doing absolutely. at the time so you don't really question it because that's the that's the developmental appropriate thing mm. but being nine it's not it's exactly it, it probably didn't sit right with you like yeah, yeah maybe yeah. I think you're right actually yeah. Amy it was a real change in our lifestyle that was going to be really difficult and and at nine yeah. as well socially he's out there yeah he's at school by himself yeah. and he's yeah. not going to be hooked up to a pump it's like that's really spot the disabled kid you know so Mm. uh, you know and he goes to a mainstream school and and I think you're right like when our 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 babies are in NICU or or even a little bit um you know still babies and toddlers and often a lot of tubi families you know often it's their firstborn as well so I know I had no idea what I was doing when I was a first first mum so you you do take advice from the people that you trust yeah yeah so after Lewis got the pig, we started on uh, that real food diet. Uh, back then, there was really no talk about it. It was very, very underground. Uh, you could not mention to your dietitian that you were doing mm-hmm. uh, whole yeah. foods. It was very, very uh, secretive. And, you know, if you if you mentioned you were putting real food into your Almost child, a bit controversial. Mm. Oh, mm. it was like mm. someone Which was going to... Which is gonna, bizarre. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> yeah. honestly like someone was going to yeah. knock on your door and go, right you are charged for putting an avocado down your child. Yeah. Like, really, what? I can't even explain yeah. it enough. Like, it's so different now that you know, I just was so frightened that someone was going to catch me doing it kind of thing. And you you couldn't tell the hospitals because if you did that. Yeah, but you even, you even hear now that people are getting pushback. Yeah, but back then if yeah. you did it, they wouldn't let you have you consumable, so you syringes and your extension sets, and oh, yeah. So they were like, if you're on your own, then you need to fund that yourself. And then you're the on, fully on your own. Yeah, oh you're God. not in the hospital yeah. system anymore. Yeah, wow. Absolutely. So look, look, there are many stories of people having to buy formula to get the accessories. There are many stories, and you talk to wow. hospital dietitians that have been around for a while, and they go, "We know, we know this is happening. We knew it was yeah. happening." But we coun't do anything about it. Yeah. It was just yep. a, we all needed to shut our eyes, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so from that, I went rogue. Lewis was getting a real food diet. And I just thought uh, reading Facebook groups, reading the comments, watching what was going on, other people wanted to do this too. And I just thought, mm. you know, what? why can't we get this in Australia? I, I wanted it. I'm a consumer. Mm. This is what yeah. I want for my child. Yeah. 
why can't I get it? Why will no one? I didn't ever in my yeah. life set out to make wholesome blends and real food and do manufacturing and all of that type of stuff. But I'm so glad I did because we needed when there's it. A need. We needed it in yep. Australia, and yeah, you found absolutely. Mm, yep. and none of this has been a, a profit, definitely not a profit making experience, but it is helping so many other people now, yeah. and that just it's is beautiful. incredible. So, yeah. something I needed, yeah. I knew another parent mm, would need too. Absolutely, yeah. So tell us more about the blends themselves. Well, the blends, there's three blends at the moment um, and it's really tricky to get that that combination right. So we have, uh, so all blends are shelf stable. They are made in a pouch with a cap and a lid. So you can open and close it, pop it back in the fridge if you don't use it all. They have been made in a way that you don't need to chill them or keep them in any other particular order. You can even leave them in your car for a week and they're still totally fine. So we have a pork and oats flavor. We have a vegetarian flavor and we have a chicken blend flavor as well. Um, and not that the flavors really affect our people consuming yeah. them yeah. too much, but I really wanted to focus on, for me, wholesome blends is an extension of my kitchen. So I yeah. wanted to focus on that family meal mm, and yeah. I wanted my child to enjoy an extension of what we were eating at the table. Mm. So they come in a 280 gram pouch, which is about 290 mils, and it's just like a bigger yogurt size pouch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, look, I, I use them for hospital stays, I use them for travel, I've been to New Zealand with them. People have been to Bali, someone went to England, um, mm-hmm. and I really use them for school as well. So that's yeah, so I'm so yeah. lazy now. I don't make Lewis's yeah. lunch. School, it's amazing. There you go. So, Here's a pouch. Yeah. yeah, so good. No, no, no. I take like a couple of boxes to school for a term. Oh, and, and I'll just like, leave it. Yeah. Let me know. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know, even me and Cohen walking in with these big boxes and in the <laughs> office going, this is for Lewis. So, yeah. oh, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> so they have a little packet of all his syringes and, um, they just let me know when they need to order more. So it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Extending on from what you were saying about you didn't want him attached to the the pump. So you obviously syringe these Mm. in. Yeah. So they're actually designed for bolus feeding. And if you don't know what bolus is, it means giving a, a, a volume of liquid or thickened fluid into the tube area that is just one it's like a once off yeah yeah, yeah. one yeah. sitting yeah, yeah one sitting. like a yes. volume of liquid of here in one sitting in one like yeah. just like yeah. if you were eating it yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. and so for us it's 160 mil syringe we slowly syringe that into lewis's button and we use the thicker extension tube and that just goes in it's a quicker way of feeding it's not yeah. the right way of feeding for everybody but it means he didn't have to be hooked up to a pump we yeah. didn't need to do yeah, continuous feeds, yeah. overnight feeds. Yeah. We could actually get them back into the rhythm of our family meal times. So yeah. we did yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So clever. So then what what are the benefits of using a product such as Wholesome Blends instead of the traditional formulas, nutritional shakes that obviously like the Pediasure that Riley's on? So I think that um, there's pros and cons to anything that we, we do. We 100%. consume whatever the situation is. So for some people, they need to have the formula prescribed by their dietitian and their, their hospital. That is all they, they need to have, and that is perfect for them. Um, for others, they can develop problems with it. You know, there could be reflux, uh, 
constipation or diarrhea, there could be vomiting, there could be aspiration. So, um, and these aren't always the case, but these are some of the issues that mm. can come with formula. With a with a whole food diet, it will, it's basically just like us eating. You know, there's no yeah. difference. With a whole food diet, mm-hmm. we are just consuming what we usually consume. There's nothing magic about this. There, it, we're not curing no. cancer yeah. with this. Yeah, yeah. We are not curing any ailment at all. It's just pureed food. So, which is just why it blows me away that it was mm-hmm. such a it's seen as such a controversial thing in the beginning because exactly. to me it makes almost more sense. More sense. Than, yep. Yeah. You know what? It's really crazy that up until the mid eighties, we only used blended diets. There was no formula. Oh, there was no formula up until the eighties. The wow. mid eighties, they introduced formula, and then the whole thing shifted. Yeah, right. So for a hundred years, mm. real food was used for tube-fed people. Look at you bringing the facts, the history. <laughs> oh, it's just, it baffles me. You know, I learn this stuff. Yeah, like, it's insane. Where did it go mm. wrong, you know? Yeah, what happened? Um, yeah. But, well, Money. I mean, look, what happened? <laughs> yeah. I, I won't go into that part. Yeah, no, we won't. <laughs> but, um, you know, when, when we look at, you know, as I said, pros and cons in, in formula and, and whole foods. But when we look at the benefit of whole foods, just look at the research out there. You know, fruits, yeah. uh, vegetables, yep. proteins, yep. dairy for some, maybe not for some. Like all of those nuts and legumes, I don't even have to talk about the benefits of that because we already know what the benefits of that are. So um, that's what we're meant to be. You know, yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny you mentioned reflux. So um, just a bit of a personal story so James my eldest um really struggled on breast milk like I know the benefits of breast milk but he had struggled so bad with reflux um so bad he would vomit it felt like he vomited everything up after a feed and then when he got to six months we started him on solids and just having that more solid food in his tummy was enough to stop the vomiting because it sat heavier in his tummy and he didn't bring it up so you can see how you know real foods being yeah like a benefit for things like reflux as well because yeah it does it's not as easy to bring up it sits heavier in the tummy and it's yeah it's really interesting because I did exactly the same my boys were severe reflux and and knowing what I know now they probably should have been put on the tube back then yeah but um yeah yeah they they really there was such a difference when we started feeding them solid. Yeah. I, I, I don't look, I don't know the science around that, but I think it sits better in your gut. And I think your your gut absorbs it a bit better as well. Yeah. 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 And I remember James had such issues with weight gain. Like he was such a little I mean, he was premature, so that didn't help. But he was so mm. tiny and we every week we were counting every gram that he gained. And then as soon as he started eating solids, he just was like this little chunk because he just stopped, <laughs> yeah, it stopped coming up and out. But yeah, it's Those interesting. Baby rolls. Oh my god. Oh, aren't they the best? Little croissant babies. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Obviously, people need to chat to their healthcare teams to make a collaborative decision about introducing blends, which we've kind of discussed. But how can people approach this and how do they know if blends are right for them or their child and where? what's their first sort of step? So I think that um, I don't even need to say that you need to do your research and be informed because any medical parent is like a walking encyclopedia on yeah. their child. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you need to really, is this right? Is this right for 
my child is this right for our lifestyle will this fit in with other things mm. do I have time to blend do, you know can we mm. afford to buy it on NDIS or, or privately or whatever that is so I think that um by the time a parent or tube fed person would go to their medical team I would hope that they'd be quite informed already and have a bit of an ammunition to to kind of go in and state yeah. their case yeah it's really interesting we're still going through some medical teams are absolutely supportive of it and it's not an issue for some, but we're still having real issues getting that across the line with a lot of medical teams. And mm. unfortunately in the public sector, the public hospital sector is mm. one of our biggest problems mm. um, with getting that, getting your team on board. And even in the private sector, there's a lot of dietitians still that yeah. are just yeah. against it because they don't know they don't about know it. Enough. So therefore yeah. they can't consult on it. It goes against their standard textbook, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, blends aren't in their textbook, so absolutely. Look, and my advice mm. to that person going through yeah. that situation is find a different dietitian, get a different mm-hmm. team. I'm not kidding. If they are yeah. not going to Find support, one that would support you. Absolutely. Yeah. If they're not going to support your family decision for yeah. your child or you as a tube-fed person, then you need to find someone that does. And there are many out there in this community that we mm. are in with this Feeding Tube Awareness Week. All of us will help you find those that those people to mm. support you if you need it. But I'm absolutely serious. If your team does not yeah. support you, you yeah. need to find a new team. And, and when you start blends, just goes yeah. really slow. You know, I went to the extreme with Lewis because I had no guidance. You know, I had no one to kind of talk about, talk with it. And, yeah. you know, he went, he was like having kale and boiled eggs and, you know, quinoa and like he was <laughs> mm-hmm, like yeah. a healthy little fancy little kid. Fancy yeah. Yeah, he, oh my God. Yeah. I know. I mean, I don't think yeah. like that, but yeah. he was just like living the dream. Yeah. Um, and I overdid yeah. it. I totally overthought it, overdid it, mm-hmm. and I overcooked, right? So it was really consuming. Start really small, yeah. start with a little bit of wheat bake. Start as you would a, a baby. Yeah. You start with a little bit of wheat bake. That's a good, good way to start do it. Start with a little bit of banana yeah. and avocado pureed together. Just And if you, just remember as well, if, if your child's tummy has been having formula for a really t- long time, you just need to go really gentle. And often half and half formula for a week or two mm. is something that I recommend. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. a lot of the people starting with wholesome blends, I recommend to go half formula, half pouch. You know, and then transition that mm-hmm. when you know that there's no issues, there's no reflux or vomiting or any risk involved. But just just go really gentle and eat the foods that you want to eat. I mean, I've got this mm-hmm. beautiful, um, lovely tube-fed person who has had tongue cancer. And, you know, we chat on Instagram. We've met. She's here in Brisbane with me. And she gets KFC. She had a birthday cake the other day. I love it. She, oh my yeah. gosh. She had. She she loves. That makes me she smile. Yeah. I know, and I, I'm just like I'm so in love with yeah. you. Like, and she's not like we've met a few times, and she's she just knows not I missing she's out. Like, yeah, KFC. yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, she's. I, I love that she's KFC just not missing like, out. I know. She's not. She's not. And you know, we all have takeaways every now and then, right? Yeah. So why should our kids not do that as well? Mm. This episode of Raw is sponsored by Australia's first real food option for enteral feeding, Wholesome Blends. Their mission is to provide healthy food options for those with eating challenges. Every blend is shelf-stable for both children and adults that have been created by an executive chef in consultation with a senior dietitian. 
Each pouch of Wholesome Blends is high in calories and contains nothing but fresh fruit, vegetables, and proteins. No nasties, added sugars, preservatives, or additives. How amazing is that? They are now available to purchase through Hexa online at www.hexa.com.au or check them out on Instagram at Wholesome Blends AU or online at www.wholesomeblends.com.au. So this question wasn't on our list, but it's just made me think of it. So the logistical side of it. So if someone does want to blend up a banana and whatever, mm-hmm. some avocado, what obviously the consistency needs to be okay to go through a peg or a nasogastric feeding tube. I'm just thinking of nasogastrics. They're quite small. They're, they're and quite small. I, I remember, you know, medications and stuff getting stuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what do you recommend in terms of the consistency to get it to? And do you just mix it with water? Look, it's really difficult to get it down the NG. I know that. It's really, really hard. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Look, water is your thinnest liquid, of course, but it's not, you know, it's not calorie dense. There's, mm, there's yeah. hydration in water, but there's not nutritional, that nutritional content that you'd be seeking yep. for that, um, yep. through the NG. You can do it, and I know a lot of families that do do it, but that does take quite some time. And you quite, I guess you need to be really dedicated and um, committed to do it through an NG. We, we recommend anything over a 12 French buttons so um yeah the the Mm -hmm. the french size is the size that it will is the size of the button that sits so a smaller tummy will have a smaller button and as they get older they'll get a bigger button lewis is 14 yeah actually lewis has had his 18 french buttons since he was nine and it's it's still the same size for him yeah um and look the one thing that you do need to use with a with a real food or a whole food diet is a bolus extension set and that's different to the two-headed extension, continuous feed extension set that we typically okay. see and we typically yep. get and use and the hospital uses. So it's a bit of a thicker one and, and you definitely need yep. that. Look, a high-power blender as well is really, really handy and um, you need to get, it's one of my favourite words, the viscosity right. So the viscosity is the thick or thinness of that mm-hmm. fluid that you're putting down. So um, the thinner the viscosity, the easier it's going to go down. And Look, there is an international standard of viscosity called the IDSI, um, and it's around with, with dysphagia. And so the IDSI ratings mm. are really, really important to understand. Mm. And so Wholesome Blends is an IDSI level three, which is a liquidized okay. puree that goes down. So, And yep. that's something that um, Wholesome Blends is going to be talking a lot more about as time goes by. We're now displaying the IDSI rating on our pouches. That's so good it's to know. For parents yeah. To understand. yeah, and it's like, you know, you're, six-month baby food, yeah. 12-month baby food, yeah. nine-month, all of that type of thing, you know, your Etsy rating, you will be able to see, you know, if it's an Etsy six, that might not yeah. work, you know. So yeah. if you see that you have mm-hmm. got a three or lower, then that's going to go down your tube. Anything higher yeah. than that, you may have issues with. So, you know, we're looking – so all our pouches now have got the Etsy level rating on it and that's been approved by the Etsy. Um, Amazing. Uh, organization and we're really excited to be part yeah. of that and um we're kind of trying to and we're the first company in the world to be doing that with an intral feed a, re, a whole food intral feed yeah. so you know we're hoping to kind of pave the way and change that internationally so everyone understands so good. what that means. that's so good yeah is that the same as like your mild moderately thick that 
we get taught about when yeah. we have a dysphagia child. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like your levels. Yes. Yeah. That's absolutely. what I was thinking. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I think Raleigh, Raleigh yeah. can only have level seven at the moment. Oh, yeah. okay. That's orally yep. though. That's orally. Yeah. Wow. Orally. Yeah. Yeah. That's orally. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love these dysphagia parents. Fantastic. Yeah. See, Lois has dysphagia as well. So that's always been quite important to us. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I know those levels like the back of my hand. <laughs> we move up and down yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But aren't they a great tool? You know, it's, oh, it's absolutely. very clear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah. Stri- yeah. I wish everything yeah. was that clear in the medical world. Yeah, That'd absolutely. be nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're getting there. We're yeah. getting there. Yeah. So you kind of, kind of touched on it already, but is there any other barriers, challenges people tend to experience when trying to move to a blended diet for their tubi? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The biggest one, the biggest one, the one that everybody faces is the confidence to do it mm-hmm. and mm. do it correctly and not muck it up. And I muck it up all the time. <laughs> I, yeah. I, you know, yeah. I've overfed Lewis before when, you know, we're going through different volume levels and he's vomited and I learned that lesson. I don't do it again. Um, the confidence to, it's so fascinating. The question I get, you know, one of the, the things that I talk to parents about the most is, but I've been told I'm not allowed to do it and I've been told it's really dangerous. And so so people are being taught by people that they trust that this is mm. something that is you're not allowed to do and you're not qualified to do, which just, you know, it's just ridiculous because we all cook for our other kids. I was going to say, if you had a kid at home that was eating orally, no one would be telling you that that's dangerous. Like, it's just yeah. no different. It's insane. I just, blows me away. Well, do you know what, Cop? Do you know what was my light bulb moment for me and getting whole foods across the line was when we were talking about Lewis getting his pet. And they said to me, he's going to be put on formula and da 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 da. And I said, no, I, I don't agree with that. And they said, well, we don't support that. It's dangerous. There could be bacteria. You could clog the line, um, which I've never clogged the line, never in six years of feeding. I've never clogged the line. And if I, if you do, you just change the line. It's pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was very much a bacteria and um, risk. That was the risk, really, that, that I wasn't going to cook food properly. I wasn't going to defrost it properly. I was going to give them salmonella. Like that is probably their biggest risk. Mm. You know, I wasn't going to sterile my, my syringes and things like that. And, yeah, honestly, there and then I said to them, so I've got identical twins and Lewis has a neurological condition. If I feed Cohen, his able-bodied brother, a plate of nachos, why do I have to feed his identical brother something different? Mm-hmm. And they couldn't answer me. No. They, they could not answer no, me. They said, make oh, sense. well, yeah. um, you know, or, well, I guess there's no difference. And I said, there's mm-hmm. no difference, mm. you know, and I was – I was really lucky that I had an identical twin to base volume off. So a yeah, plate of food that I would yeah. give to Cohen, yep. I would serve that to Lewis because he can eat a little bit orally. And, he, you know, a plate of nachos, mm-hmm. they'd both get the same portion size. They're pretty close in, or they were close in weight before this and they're now back again close in weight. The same portion size. Lewis might have one or two chips and then say, Mum, can you blend the rest? So he still gets that whole plate. Mm. He's still thriving. Yeah. And... Do you know what? I didn't sterilize that plate. I didn't sterilize. Yeah. No, exactly. That's what that exactly. baffles me as well because we don't. <laughs> our mouths aren't sterile. No. Nothing, nothing we eat off, and oh, it's just, my kids have picked up raisins uh, in the library I know. when they were little. You know, <laughs> they disgusting. all have. Every child has, and <laughs> yeah, it's 
if yeah. if we were saying something like that to the doctor, they'd be like, "Oh, so it builds their immune system that they're eating food off the floor. That's fine." But yeah. when we talk yeah, about yeah, exactly, yeah, but when we talk yeah. about it with a tubi, it's suddenly dangerous, and yeah, we're we're gonna. It's always our fault. We're gonna make them sick. But that's the thing. It's almost yeah. offensive that they don't yeah. trust us to get it right for our own kids, and that's yeah. just really frustrates me so much so you know I think so my biggest tip is confidence yes and I guess in a lot of cases that there are um people who need a certain amount of calories and I guess that's where they probably get a bit worried that the child isn't you know if the child needs extra calories to try and put on weight or to grow or to thrive um so is that something is that something that you would then not recommend blends or again, another discussion with your healthcare team, like maybe you could use blends, but add the extra calories somehow. Is that possible? Yeah, absolutely. So I think in that case, and a lot of people do calorie count. A lot of people are against it. I did it for um, a good year while I got Lewis's weight back up. up. Um, There's nothing against calorie calorie counting. You get really good at it and you don't have to do it forever. And there's great apps like Chronometer to to calorie count super easy as well. But then you might please your dietitian at least. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and that's it. And, you know, and this is where your dietitian, because I'm certainly not a dietitian and I don't know how to count calories and macros and micros and all of that type of thing. So your dietitian, you know, the, the three things that you should be asking your dietitian is how many calories per day does my child need on average? Mm-hmm. Um, how much volume can their stomach hold? You know, what 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 is overfeeding them and what is underfeeding them? And then the third one is how long does that take to digest? Mm-hmm. You know, and the dietitian will know that and they mm-hmm. will help with that. And therefore, you know, I went through a period with Lewis when he was really, really sick when I went back to newborn feeding him every four hours. You know, I do night feeds. He wouldn't even know I was coming in there, mm. but I, he was getting his whole calories, you know, at those yeah. every four hour intervals. Yeah. And, you know, it took about eight to nine months and, and I got him out of that dangerous level and back into that health, yeah. healthy level with whole foods. Yeah. And I think just knowing, that's right, having an idea, and that's the best way to start, I think, having an idea of how much they need per day and just figuring out how to get to that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great place to start. Yeah. And even like you said, working up to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's something everyone should really know because if you have a child who's not mobile, they're in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. they're going to burn it's a different, different amount of yeah, calories exactly. than, a, yeah. you know, someone like Lewis who's hyperactive and running around all over the place now. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very, very, there is a science behind it that you need to get right. Yeah. I do want to just mention you said earlier about um, educating yourself and the getting the confidence. That's the biggest challenge I did want to add that you Sarah are quite good you're amazing at being a resource for people I know you said that a lot of people reach out to you and ask oh my god where do I start what do I do um so I did just want to say if you're having any if you're if you've got any questions I think Sarah you'd be pretty happy for people to reach out I would love um, that Absolutely. Yeah, and another, I wanted to touch on the Blend magazine, um, which is a resource with a mix of stories, advice and recipes for tubi newbies by Melanie Dimmitt, um, who you will hear from in our bonus episode. So that was created to help ease the transition into tube feeding and take away some of the mystery and medicalization of tube feeding and make it a little bit less scary. So if you were interested in that, you can actually access it online, www.theblendmag.com. She is bringing out issue number two this week on Feeding Tube Awareness Week. Um, but yeah, Sarah, you're a huge resource and you're I know you're very open. I see it all the time in Facebook groups. 
give me a buzz. I'm happy to track through oh, what you need. And I really um, mean it. And, and if you want a copy of the Blend magazine as well, this week we're giving a copy in every order of Wholesome Blends. So, yep. you know, if you put those orders in, you'll get a little magazine in there as well. But, yeah, I love – look, the favourite part of what I do – I love creating recipes, but the favourite part of what I do is – to the parents because like you said you're obviously doing this to help people Mm. I think I want to get to a point where that's all I do yeah yeah that'd be nice yeah I know right I just wish I had the help when I started Mm, I I desperately needed it and I just had to really trial and error work it out and it was it was quite isolating and lonely so um yeah I love I do love help and oh my god I just love the kids I, I, yeah. I have a job where I get to cover little kids at the time. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we know that Wholesome Blends is NDIS supported. Can you please share how people can ask for the blends or even a blender in their NDIS plan to get started? Absolutely. We can um, look and sometimes, you know, like anything, and we love NDIS, it's changed our life, but sometimes it can be very difficult to, have some consistency and some people get approved super easily and some people really struggle. Uh, We at Wholesome Blends can offer a letter of support as to why they need blends covered in their plan and what the benefits are and we can actually line item where where blends are covered and and support in that way. That's great. Yeah, yeah. And and we've done it for many, many family and it's a really – it's quite a strong argument, mm. so we'll continue to do that for families. We're more than happy. Yeah, that evidence, evidence, yeah. evidence. That's what we keep saying. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, mm-hmm. and look, sometimes it's wording as well. Like NDIS want to know that yeah. wording. So, And coming you know, from that, someone else's uh, mouth, like you said, they don't believe us. We yeah. need someone else to say it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, right? It's crazy. So, yeah, mm. a supporting letter from Wholesome Blends along with a letter from your dietitian if you can get one. And that goes yeah. for blended diets and it goes for your uh, highest powered blender as well. So whether that's, you know, my, my two favorite recommendations are Vitamix and Blendtec. Uh, and, and we, look, we do sell both of those, but I just love them both anyway. And that's what I've been using for years, both yeah. of those blenders. I've burnt out so I many bet. blenders. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm a crazy blender lady. You would have tried like, them all. It's, it, yeah. it's quite it's quite yeah. embarrassing, actually. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm well, mine broke today, so no. you can tell me which one oh, to get no. then. Okay, well, if you were close to me, I have about six of them here at my house. So you know. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, so um, you need a high high blender, and and you can get that funded on NDIS as well. So you know, don't don't take no for an answer because. I would say 98 of the people buying wholesome blends are funded by NDIS um, and the others mm-hmm. have conditions that are not classed as disability. So it's a whole different mm. fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so what do you feel is the biggest lesson this whole experience has taught you? I think that um, but there's definitely a couple of lessons here that personally for me <sighs> – the biggest lesson I think that has, has happened with me is that I am capable of doing this and, you know, I'm capable of, of raising my very, very sick child and, and making him healthy and I've also been capable of, you know, I was, I was 41. I, I'm an event manager. That's what I've done for 25 years. Mm. And when I was 41, I threw it in and started Wholesome Blends and, I mean, who does that? Who who goes from event management? Yeah, and, you know, so I had a really cool. good job. Yeah. And, yeah. 
Yeah, and at 41, I'm in food manufacturing and, and distribution and it's a medical food and, you know, sometimes I mm. pinch myself. So, you know, I think personally knowing that I've been able to do that and, and for me as well, you know, uh, the boy's father and I, we have a fantastic relationship, but we, we separated six years ago. So my kids have seen mum do this by herself mm. and I've got two boys and that's been really important. Yeah, it's really important. And I've, you know, I've consulted them on if, like we sit down and look at profit and loss reports, you know, Cohen's studying business at school wow. and he's really, and he's 14. I'm like, what? Yeah. But, uh, but even at the start, I, they, we're learning about mills and brands at school and they come home and said, what are we going to sell mm. it in mills or brands? And I explained to them the viscosity, oh, wow. the viscosity of the liquid yeah. determines whether it's a mill or a gram and wholesome blends are sold in the gram. It's not quite a thin liquid. And, you know, so, and, yeah. and they got involved in the design and, you know, I get them mm. to approve everything. So inspiring. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's been so fun. I've done this with the kids. You know, yeah. if they don't take over one day, my heart will break. But um, yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. It's okay. They can choose their um, own path. And they'd be so proud of you. You know what? They really yeah. are. And they actually tell me that all the time. It blows me away, you know. And, Aww, and even especially boys. with so much activity this week. Oh, my gosh. They are firecrackers, as you have seen. But, um, <laughs> yeah. man, they are they are good kids. They are kind. And, yes. Mm. I'm going to keep them forever. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky you can. We get them for yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yep. Uh, so then who are your biggest inspirations in this space? Oh, my goodness. Stacey Phillips from Chibi Fun. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. How incredible is that woman? She's great. And yeah, what she's, she's so done good. as well. Yeah. Far out. She is she's so created. capable, so yeah. kind. Yeah, and like mm, me, yeah, she will, she loves talking to people and meeting people, and you know she's a busy mum of yep. three boys, and um, mm. yeah, she's she yeah she, we bounce off each other a lot, and I am so grateful for her advice and friendship. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't do without it, and then of course the incredible Melanie Dimmer. Oh my, yes. I, I'm like, you know, I, I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't admit, when I first found out about Melanie she had shared a wholesome lens post and one of my families messaged me and she said oh my god I'm fangirling and I was like who is it who are you fangirling who is this yeah. person <laughs> and obviously then I googled her and I was like oh my goodness wow. she just bought my food um so yeah. from that we yeah. became friends and um oh uh, how clever is she like she's she's she making is. headways yeah. in this space she is she yeah. is um, yeah. moving mountains and I'm so proud of her. So I, I, I absolutely adore Stacey and Melanie. They are my top yeah. rock stars. And then there are quite a few incredible dietitians that have, you know, really thought outside the box. And yeah. I'm so incredibly proud of the movement that they're doing as well. And they really stand out to us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, big hats yeah. off to those incredible out-of-the-box dietitians that help our families. Yeah. And yeah. far out the parents. You know, the people who are tube yes. fed, us, you know, we're all tube fed yeah. mothers. Our children mm. are tube fed. And yeah. like I said before, six years ago, we couldn't even, there was no way we Nothing. could have done this podcast. Yeah. No way. Yes. Yeah. You know, and now look at us. It's all of those voices that yeah. are so loud and we fight for our kids. 
hundred percent. And so, you know, we are absolutely amazing what we've been able to and achieve. I do, and I do like to think we're making movement in the right direction and all of us together are making a difference and paving the way and educating and raising yep. all that awareness. Yeah. And I think people are starting to talk about it a lot yeah. more and become more aware and it's so good to see because, like you said, yeah, six years ago there wasn't same with premature birth there was just what wasn't enough and now it's flooding our feeds and I just love it absolutely love it. yeah yeah and that's what's so important and, about and this we week, look at is that, yeah, awareness we, week yeah there you go yeah. <laughs> you go <laughs> yeah how loud it yeah. is yeah no yeah. but we look at this yeah. week and just how many people get behind it and you know we see a day for this or a day for that or a week for that and and, and they are fantastic and amazing but this one blows it out of the water like I'm really yeah impressed about how loud this is and how many people get behind this and I'm excited I'm so excited to have our first like yeah first one this year so yeah I can't wait to see this is is the cool club to be I know (laughs) (laughs) sure yeah all right so what's coming for wholesome blends what have you got planned in the coming months or years Oh, how how big are we talking? Well, I may have a new flavor coming up very, very soon. Yeah. Ooh. It's, um, do you know what? And, and you heard it here first. This is a blend that has never been done before in the world. So um, I'm so excited. Ooh, I'm I can't so wait. I'm so bad at keeping secrets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, yet. shit, I wasn't meant to say that. But it should be ready <laughs> within the next few weeks. So. Yeah. No, 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 no. She doesn't give anything away (laughs) too much. Oh, my goodness. I am my worst enemy when it comes to secrets. With I just get so excited with the new blend because, I mean, Lewis gets a new flavour as well. I was going to say, when you're so proud of something, it's hard not to shout it from the rooftop. Exactly. This blend, um, wholesome blends can be consumed orally, but we haven't really designed it for taste. But for this one we have so we can we can it's a tube tube fed or an oral one and um mm. do you know what I think a few parents are probably going to sneak a few pouches into their lunch boxes as well <laughs> I'm, I'm a I can't wait <laughs> so yeah so that that's coming up soon that's coming up very soon and um yeah look I'm doing some cooking schools as well with people and trying to oh, you know build great. their confidence and that's and, awesome and, you know, yeah. I'm a massive advocate for home blending as well and I, I'm I really want choice, you know, whether it's formula, whether it's whole foods, whether it's mm, wholesome blends, yeah. it doesn't matter what we eat. You know. Bed is best, right? So I love teaching people how to cook. So I'm launching a um, a bit of a blending oh, cool. cooking school cool. um, coming up as well. So so that's happening. It's a busy, busy It's going to be a busy yeah. year, a really busy year. Good on you. Yeah. yeah. Following your dreams and you're smashing it. And I guess we should ask where people can get wholesome blends if they are keen to try. Yeah, well, it's all now through Hexa, the medical distribution company, and uh, I'm based in Brisbane. Hexa's mm-hmm. based in Brisbane, but they distribute nationwide. How good is that? You're so that it's so um, that seems it's it's seems huge, so, right? Such a huge yeah, step. You are yeah, properly yeah. manufacturing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's. Cr- it's growing. This is why I can't. You'll tell you got big. Because as soon as I tell everyone, I get emails and phone calls going. Yeah. When can I have it? And so I can't tell you when it is yet. Yeah. But no, yeah. It, yeah look, it, it got to a point where um, you know, I, I love the orders coming through, but all I was doing was packing orders and yeah. you know, and, and doing yeah. that, which is fantastic. And I actually really enjoyed it because I got to sneak presents in and you know, yeah. and, and 
chocolates notes. for the parents, yeah. whatever. But um, yeah. it just wasn't really best use of my time, and it, and it got a little bit out of control for one person. So um, you know, I had to really so think good. smarter about how and you know how else do we get our our consumables? So a yes. medical yeah. distribution company. Yeah. So Hexer have just been incredible to deal with, and are so lovely, and you just it's so easy and simple. So good. you know, so all you know, all the orders go through Hexer information on our website and we are based in Brisbane and oh my god I love it when people come and have coffee with me or mm. have a chat and as I said bring the kids and that's my favorite yeah. so yeah awesome so where can people find you obviously what is your website what's your Instagram let the world know so the website is wholesomeblends.com.au and we're on Facebook and Insta as well um, mm. wholesome blends for Facebook and Wholesome Blends AU for Insta. Um, and, yeah, like we're based in Brisbane and we, we're welcome to come down and, and have a meet us and see the foods and do all of that as well. So, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, you're incredible. <laughs> snap. <laughs> I was going to say snap. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm really not. I'm, I, I, you I'm are. not. No. I, look, I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to make it. Look, our, our medical lives so hard they're so consuming they're so busy and if I can take one thing out of your busy lives and give you a nice good healthy meal that you don't yeah, have I love to it. cook mm, like I that's my it. aim it's just to take one little piece of stress away from our yeah. really stressful lives that's that's my aim um yeah. because I knew that because I wanted that as well right and don't we all want that we have so yeah. much on our plates and we juggle yeah. so many balls so yep yeah. That's why I, I do. Did, I do want to touch on what you're saying about this theme of being capable. It is really hard to believe that you're capable and to jump at something like this, especially when you had such a nice, comfortable job. To believe in yourself, to mm-hmm. take that risk, and to put all your eggs in that basket and roll with it when you know you're very much mm-hmm. self-taught and there was no guidebook. I think it's incredible because not many people could take that risk and fucking nail it like mm-hmm. you have. Like it's it's hard. It's really hard to believe in yourself and do that. So I just that that part for me is what is that's what inspires me about what you've done is the fact that you did believe in yourself and take that risk and look at how it's paid off. Amazing. And look at the people you're helping because of it. Like you said, you've done it mostly because you want others to to have that because you didn't I just yeah it's given me goosebumps this whole episode I've just been smiling and nodding along like I normally do like yeah yeah (laughs) like biz goals I got no words Uh, literally but but do you know what I like I said before I didn't ever set out to create wholesome blends or even get into the space in any detail at all I was so pissed off I couldn't buy it I was so pissed off I was like why can't I get this and I'm a little bit Yeah, that's how the best ideas are created when you're at home and you're like, why is this not a yeah. thing? And then suddenly you, you're making it. <laughs> so many of the businesses, the small businesses that I know mm-hmm. have, yeah, have grown but from it that. It and they're the best ideas ever. Yeah. When it's something yeah. you can't get for your child that your child needs. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like there's something as a mother where you go, my child deserves this, so why can't I get it? Like, I need yeah. this. So I think yeah. for me it was like yeah. my son was missing out and that 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 for me was just completely mm. unacceptable. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I kind of 
and a bit tenacious sometimes. What a story. <laughs> we love tenacity. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, thank Sarah, you, for joining Sarah. us. You've been a blast. Oh, we, thank yeah. you, Amy yeah. and Gretchen. This has been so much fun chatting with you. Loved thank it. you. I know. And very, our episode is going to drop later as well. Is gonna, it's, it's a good laugh with Mel. So you've, we've taken up a lot of your time this week and we're really appreciative. I'm very grateful and thank you for having me on, especially this week. It's perfect like the week. perfect yeah. bit. I know, how incredible. Have a great yep. Feeding Tube Awareness week and, um, yeah, yes. there's a lot going yep. on. There is. We'll see you online. Make sure you share all of your stories, raise awareness, spread it far and wide, tag us all and, yeah, let's get around each other and um, celebrate our little darlings and obviously yourself if you're tube fed. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Have a lovely week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.